With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. And welcome everyone to another episode of The Late Shift. I'm your host. Rodney Fisher, I should be joined by Royce Fisher here in just a second. I want to welcome you guys to the program and send a special thank you out to everyone that downloaded our first show back last night. Uh, the numbers look great, so make sure you keep telling someone about the show. Uh, make sure you check us out on the website, rfsportsradio.com. And tonight's show, again, is being brought to you by Rally House. So make sure you check them out on rfsportsradio.com. All the listeners of the show get free shipping up to $75. So make sure you check them out. Click on the Rally House button on the website, rfsportsradio.com, and from there you're going to have an opportunity to uh, get free shipping from from us and from the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We have a short show and a lot to talk about. Let me bring on uh, my co-host, Royce Fisher. Royce, how are you doing tonight? Hello, right now. How are you doing? Good, good, good. I'm great, man. I'm just happy to happy to be back on the air. Absolutely. So our topic tonight, um, and we've been getting a lot of kind of reaction already about it, is what sport or what league, however you want to put it, is in the most trouble. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that. Before we do, let's jump into the headlines real fast, a couple of things that are happening around sports. Um, and I'm proud to announce before we – Talk about the first uh, big story in sports that today we were actually uh, granted our media credential to cover the PGA Tour today. Uh, so that means now, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, instead of us instead of just playing golf, we're going to be covering golf as well. And I'm also looking forward to that, Rodney. You know, I love some golf. I'm looking forward to playing and covering the PGA. But uh, I, I'm just, I, I think I can get out there and compete with Tiger right about now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about first. So big big thank you to the PGA Tour for allowing us to now cover them. And so with that said, we are going to talk about Tiger, who withdrew today from uh, the Farmers Insurance uh, Tournament at Torrey Pines, where he has won so many times before. Of course, had that epic win over uh, Rocco Mediate in that uh, long playoff there. It, it, everyone knows it's really Tiger's course. He dominates that course. But after 11 holes 11 hole, and being up by two shots, he withdraws because of a, they say, a long uh, delay in the first round because of fog and 
his back started tightening up and he couldn't perform and he pulls out. So, you know, I I, I have a pretty strong comments on this, but I'll let you go first. Well, you know, Rodney, I, I, I'm I for one sick and tired of Tiger Woods. Every time something goes on, he talks about his back. If his back's really that bad, maybe he should take some time off to really heal or maybe just not even play. But, uh, you know, I, I, this has been the biggest shock to me, biggest fall from grace for a sports figure I've ever seen in my life. And to see him play like that, man, really bothers me because I'm a big Tiger Woods fan. And I don't think the sport of golf can survive without Tiger Woods. I don't think a lot of people even watch without Tiger Woods. But, it, you know, it hurts me to see him like this and play this bad. I, I think everything's going on with him is mental, man. And, you know, he talked about, you know, he lost his father, his marriage broke up, he had to deal with the kids, he had to go through divorce, he had to go through humiliation of of uh, him getting called and, and have to apologize in front of the public. I think it has really got to him mentally, man, and, and, and I, I just hate to see him. And I, I like to see the old Tiger back. You know, I'm glad you said it because that's kind of my sentiment as well. I mean, let, let's, just, let's just be real. Let's be honest. It has nothing to do with his back. It's got nothing to do with his swing. It's got everything to do right. with what's going on between his two ears. And, and that's mentally he's just not in the game. You know, me, you play golf, and we know that's probably the most mental sport that you have to be locked in and focused on. You have to focus on your shot. you got to focus on the green, focus on the wind. you got to visualize the shots going in. Uh, what club are you going to use? What distance is the sh- is the shot? Absolutely. You have to be mentally locked in, and you know he has been right ever since everything started to happen. You know w- when I saw the footage of Tiger on the uh, putting green, the chipping green, even at the driving range yesterday before the tournament started, talking to guys that haven't even won on the tour, trying to get advice from them, and talking to his coach and spending all this time and reinventing his swing and you know it, the game of golf for guys like tiger is a natural thing you know it's like michael jordan of course he took plenty of shots in the gym he knew how to work out but when the game came when it came time for the game it was all natural it was all instinct and he's got to get back to playing with some type of instinct and back to playing golf you know stop thinking about the shot thinking about the perfect swing and he's got to get his edge back Tiger, please stop being so nice to everybody. You know, you, you're Tiger. You used to wear that red shirt, the black pants, because you were out right. with blood and Sun- on that final round on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, if, if you had a lead on Tiger, you knew he was coming for you. But now he's friends with everybody. He's not He's not the jerk anymore. He's not the guy not, that's not going to speak to you. He's going to just beat you every time. He's gotten way too soft, way too soft, and lost his competitive edge. You look at guys like Michael Jordan, guys like Kobe Bryant, they have never lost their competitive edge. And absolutely. And I think he just, accepting the fact that people uh, uh, have forgiven him and let him back in the fold, you know, he's part of the group anymore. And I think he's just happy with the acceptance of that. And I, I want to see the competitive Tiger, the guy that came out, everybody feared. I don't think anybody feared Tiger anymore. You know, he was always spirit. You know, you and I, like you said, you and I play golf, and I've had several games where I've lost my swing, you know, and I'm doing something wrong, and I correct that, 
you know, but I never went on this long without correcting what I was doing wrong, even if it was slight or just bad putting, you know. And and, and I think it's just the, the change in coaches, you know. One coach teaches one thing, another coach teaches another. And I think they just messed Tiger Woods up. Tiger Woods was fine. You know, his dad taught him everything. You know, he as a young boy, he had a swing. And uh, I think all these coaches and, and the mental part of everything he's been through, because he had a big fall from grace. I mean, he he was the man. And to go from where he was to where he is now, man, it, it just breaks my heart. Yeah, I just I, I don't understand it. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me at all, and I'm just I I want to see the old Tiger come back, you know, as, as quick as possible. Absolutely, I believe if he I believe if he win one, and you know, and that's a stretch right now, just to see him win one. I, I think he win several more, but it's it's just to get that first win, you know. Well, a lot, a lot more to come in terms of Tiger Woods, and again. Thanks to the PGA, Royce. We're going to be covering a lot more PGA stuff, uh, going to some tournaments as well, too. So stay tuned. Keep listening. Check out the website. We'll have a lot more coming from the PGA. Uh, And in NBA news, you know, as you know, we're going to be covering the All-Star game next weekend in New York City. I can't wait to go. Can't wait to see the big city being the Big Apple for probably the biggest, one of the biggest All-Star weekends of any sport. And they did announce tonight uh, who's going to be in a three-point contest. And I'm a lot more excited about this field than I am the slam dunk contest. Absolutely. I'm a lot more excited about this. So your your three-point shooters for this year's 2015 New York City All-Stars Saturday night are going to be uh, Wesley Matthews from the Portland Trailblazers, J.J. Reddick from the Los Angeles Clippers, James Harden from the Houston Rockets, an MVP candidate. Kyrie Irving from the Cleveland Cavaliers, who was the MVP of the All-Star game last year. And then you've got the Splash Brothers together competing against each other in a three-point contest. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson will be in the contest together. Plus you got Kyle Corbin, who's probably one of the best, if not the best, but one of the better three-point shooters in, in NBA history and then Marco Bellinelli from the San Antonio Spurs. So, you know, I was I was kind of surprised that Curry and Thompson both were competing against each other, but it makes sense. You know, they're both great three-point shooters, you know. But if you, if you look at the big picture. And it's going to make for picture, great TV, too. Yeah, it's going to be great TV. And if you, if you look at the big picture, though, Royce, you've got James Harden and Steph Curry. To me, the two leading candidates for MVP of the league, and they have a chance to go head-to-head and, and to go for a three-point title. Yeah, and I'm looking forward because I think that's going to be the best part of the whole weekend, the three-point shooting contest. Now, the slam dunk doesn't interest me that much. I like to see more guys involved. You know, uh, where, where's LeBron? I mean, I know he's made it, man, but come on, guys. These, these are for the fans. You know what I mean? Why aren't these guys standing up for the slam dunk contest? All I got to say is Kobe Bryant did it, okay? Blake Griffin's Michael done it. Jordan Dwight Howard's it. done it. Michael Jordan did it. Dr. J did it. Dominique did it. Dominique. All right. A lot, a lot of the great players have done it. That's what the fans want to see, man. And, you know, last year's slam dunk contest was so complicated. You know, the, the two-man team, it just really lost my whole interest. 
It was too slow. I, I really, you know, it took me a while to finally catch on to what they were doing and how they were doing it. I didn't like it one, one bit. I, I, I thought it lost its luster. I really do. And I think the last bit, best slam dunk contest was when Vince Carter was in. <laughs> I, I really do. Probably right. Uh, yeah, that, that was the last time I really enjoyed it. But I, I'm just really not looking forward to that. But like I said, the three-point shootout contest, I think it's going to be fantastic, man. I, I mean, I, what if it comes down to the Splash Brothers, man? Well, I mean, how dramatic would that be, you know? That'd be huge. That, that'd that would be, be something. But so I think Brother is going to come back and be, be I think he's going to have something to say about it. Yeah, it's going to be a good, it's gonna be a good matchup. Yeah, it's going to be a great Absolutely. matchup. All, all the guys that are competing are great three-point shooters. Well, I say, I'm probably looking forward to that on Saturday night more than any other on Saturday night just by the sheer names and what could happen, as you mentioned before. Uh, we want to remind you guys, you can always go back and download the show on iTunes, subscribe to RF Sports Radio, or you can hear us 24-7 on the TuneIn Radio app. Just search for RFSN. You can hear our show along with our other shows as well. Um, and go to RFSportsRadio.com. Make sure you click on the Rally House. Uh, the Raleigh House uh, button, that way you get free shipping by listening to the show. So any of your college basketball teams you root for, pro teams, they got everything covered there. So let's jump into our big topic tonight. Um, I put this out here this morning on the website. We got a lot of reaction, a lot of people really intrigued by the question that I posed. And that question was, what sport is in the most trouble? So the premise for this particular question was, if you could look ahead 15 years in the future, 15 years from the day, so 2030, um, what sport may not be around? You know, every sport has its challenges. Every sport has its controversies, different things about them. And, and I just kind of threw that question out there with, with a couple of different things maybe going on with the NFL, baseball, uh, basketball. But I'm just looking at all the major sports and, and, Royce, I'll let you kind of dive into this first, but of all the major sports, 15 years from today, 2030, what sport may not be around or may not be just as big as it is now? Right now, I think I misunderstood the email. I thought it was what sport was in trouble right now. Let me let me go ahead and answer that one first, and then I can my prediction are down the line. I think the NFL is in more trouble than basketball and baseball combined. You know, the last couple of years, previous years, baseball has been cleaning up its act, man. They've been catching guys. They've been having uh, testimony in Washington, D.C., and a lot of guys have been busted. A lot of guys have been banned. A lot of guys have been suspended. But I think this past year, the NFL has really gone down, you know, with the domestic abuse, uh, with the uh, uh, cheating (laughs) Cheating scandal allegedly by the Patriots. Uh, the the guys are failing marijuana and drug testing. Guys getting arrested. Guys getting gun charges, drug charges, theft charges. I I think, and guys signing up for rehab. Uh, Johnny Manziel. I think they have the biggest problem because I think they're not as hard as these guys are, uh, as the commissioners are in baseball. And in basketball, 
You don't hear this stuff about basketball players. Very rarely do you hear anything about a basketball player uh, getting as much trouble as the guys are in the NFL. Man, I think the NFL is really in trouble. Baseball, I'm waiting to see this season if they really cleaned up their act. But, uh, you know, like I said, they have been really, the last couple of years, regular and steroids, you know, scandals came out. They've been under scrutiny, you know, and even under the Fed. So, I, I but 30 years down the line, I'm going to have to say football because of all the injuries. And then, like I said, with the lawsuits against the NFL, these long-term injuries to these guys, I think down the line something's going to change about football and the NFL to make it safer. A lot of parents don't believe in letting their kids even play football nowadays. So, you know, who knows, 30 years from down the line, it may be a whole, totally different sport. Yeah, you know, I, I think you touched on some really good points in there. You know, when you talk about baseball, to me, I'm like you. I think the worst is over for them. I mean, they like you said, they, they had to testify on Capitol Hill. Um, they had the big, you know, controversies with the uh, steroids and PEDs and had to test everyone and had the investigations done and, 40, 50, 60 players named in these investigations. And one thing I will give baseball credit for is, is, is they were not scared to go after their biggest stars. Absolutely. You know, they went after Barry Bonds. They went after A-Rod, Roger Clemens, uh, Rafael Palmeiro, Jose Canseco. You know, they they are not afraid to go after their biggest stars. They don't want to. They don't want their big stars to hide behind uh, the league or the shield for cheating, right? So I think the worst right. is over for them. Uh, I am somewhat concerned about the popularity of baseball, though, because if you and and you know I, I think right now the popularity is not where it needs to be because really it's more of a a purest kind of sport. But I think with that new uh, commissioner they have in place, of what I've been hearing him say, he understands that they have to make some fundamental changes to the sport, to the rules, make the game shorter. Uh, figure out how to yeah. have more and, offense and, in the game. You know, so they're being proactive right. about trying to get it going, you know. Mm-hmm. So what's your thoughts on who's not going to be around 30 years from now? You know, I I have to go with football, too. It, 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 as hard as it is for me to say it, I have to go with football. And, and the reason why I say it is because same things as you bring up. I don't think there's any way to make the game safer and, and still have a still have it to be football. I, I'm already seeing now, you know, kids that are uh, under the age of 13 not playing football, you know, not playing organized football, let me put it that way. You know, a lot of parents don't want their kids playing football. And, and when you have Hall of Fame players that built their lives on football and playing in the NFL that, made their money and took care of their family. We hear them saying that, you know what, I don't want my kid to play football. That's a huge red flag to a parent like me or anyone else that may be listening that says, okay, if if he won't let his son play football, he made a living playing football, then why should I put my son out there for him to get hurt? Um, And and it's just just, as, as more stuff starts to happen, uh, with with these athletes and everything, I think that it's just too much of a risky sport, and I don't know what they can do to make it any any safer. I, I just I just really don't. I think that 
you know, it, it may become a skill sport, kind of like the 707 is or something like right. that. But but the way it's played right now, I just don't see how they can sustain that without getting more, you know, more bad publicity about it, getting less people involved. And, and I think, you know, if it does go away in 15 years from now, that'll boost the other sports because there's still going to be athletic kids out there that may want to play baseball, basketball, uh, and to me, basketball will be around for a while because it's such a cheap sport to play. All you need is a ball and a hoop. You know, you go buy your and, basketball and at Walmart, you can play too. basketball. And it's coming more universal. Exactly. You know, it's the number one sport in China. And international. Um, yeah, right. Right, right. You can go to any, you can go to any city, any country and play uh, basketball as long as you got a ball and a hoop. Uh, you know, another sport I want to bring up, too, because we talked about a little bit earlier, was golf. And golf has been right. around, you know, for hundreds, uh, over 100 years. Started right. in Scotland. It had, has all kinds of innovations with the sport. But let's not forget how popular it was when Tiger was really, really, really good. And even now yeah. when he's not that good, the popularity starts to drain. Sponsors start to pull out. Uh, people stop watching the sport. Uh, people stop playing the sport. Tiger was like that, the catalyst for where PGA and, and golf is going to go from now on. Now now that golf had a chance to be right at the forefront of things, I think they're going to look totally different in 15 years. If they don't have that next polarizing uh, superstar can really do anything. Well, you know, you got some up-and-coming young guys, Jordan Spieth, you know, Rory. You know, you got some young guys that are coming into their own now and starting to dominate the sport, too. And, uh, you know, these guys, these young kids start picking up golf clubs at seven and eight years old. So I'm pretty sure we'll see somebody, probably not as great as Tiger Woods, but somebody that's going to come along and dominate the sport. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. There's a lot of young talent coming, but you know, it just it's just not that buzz that Tiger creates. You know what I mean? It's not like that right. the phenom, you know, the guy that was on Johnny Carson and the guy that, you right. know, uh breaking different barriers and stuff and just was so good at such a young age where he was doing shots where we looked at him like we looked at Michael Jordan hitting a uh, game winning jump shots in game six. You know, it was just the electricity that he brought is so much different than what we see now. And uh, you talk, we're talking about football. We both agree that football would be that one sport if, if any sport would have to go away. With that said, though, you know, we're coming off of the, the most, the biggest watched television program of all time for Super Bowl Forty Nine. Uh, it, I still feel like the society as a whole has the attitude of, you know, I like the violence of football as long as it's not me and my kid playing it. Now, do you right. think that will have anything to do with keeping football around for the next 15 years? Oh, no, I, I don't think so. I, like I said, it's such a violent game. And and then uh, the, the image of the NFL is so bad right now. You know, <laughs> nothing surprised me to hear that a player has been arrested a player's been caught with, you know, a drug, a uh, player that is committing uh, domestic abuse. I mean, it, it, it's just now, it's probably always been there, but now it's just coming out in the open. I know they're trying to do something about it. I don't think they're doing enough. 
And just the reputation of the NFL is bad right now. Yeah. But with that said, what do you think, um, you know, if, if the NFL is gone, that means another sport is going to have to become the number one sport or the new America's pastime, uh, the, the number one sport for just the United States, not even thinking about the world because we know worldwide soccer is the number one sport, not football. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the other uh, football, and I, I think basketball – go ahead. I'm sorry. I think no, basketball will be the next, the next big thing because – it, it has gone international. It has gone global. They're talking about even expanding uh, overseas, and I don't think the NFL is going to be able to expand overseas because I, I, I think people overseas and in Europe and these foreign countries really don't care anything about football. They Their football is soccer. I think soccer will probably be bigger than anything because a lot more kids are playing soccer. They, a lot more colleges are offering soccer scholarships. So I would say the, last, the, the two that probably survive more than anything would be basketball and soccer. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think soccer, I mean, basketball would be definitely number one here in America if that was the case. And and then, of course, I think And then you have so many foreign players in basketball. And well, well, exactly. I mean, if you look at the way the All-Star game is constructed now, uh, instead of having a rookie and sophomore game on Friday night, they're going to be playing the USA versus the world. I mean, it's that many young right. international players out there to where they can feel the whole team <laughs> during the All-Star weekend. And these are young, talented right. guys, and, too. Right. So, and you're absolutely right. Like I said, they got enough to even – a couple of years ago, that was unheard of. You may have had a few – foreign players, but now, like I said, you can make a whole team, and I'm looking forward to seeing that, too. That that should be a real competitive game. There's some great European players over here. Well, we have yeah. one here in Dallas, <laughs> one of the right, greatest. Right, and, and speaking of him, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but 16 years ago to this very day, Dirk played his first uh, NBA game um, right. as a Dallas Maverick, so, uh, so we definitely are Appreciative of those sixteen years in that in that Thailand two thousand eleven, believe that. All right, and so it's we a both, shame we both he could have made it this year. Yeah, I know, I know. We both agree, of course, that you know football is that one sport that's probably in the most amount of trouble. But we do want to hear from everyone listening. Send us an email at rfsportsradio at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think. What sport may or may not be around in fifteen years? why and what sport may take its place and become the number one sport here in America. So uh, we have another show coming up tomorrow, our closing show, and it's going to be kind of a free-for-all Friday where we talk a lot about the Dallas teams, uh, the Cowboys, the Mavericks, the Stars, the Rangers, but also just about anything we want to about the upcoming weekend. So make sure you tune in for that tomorrow night at 10 10 p.m. But before we go, Royce, I want to give you the floor and kind of, if you would, just let everyone know what what are you thinking about, what's kind of piqued your interest this week, uh, or what what you may be looking forward to in sports. Okay, two things I'm looking for. To when we go to New York, uh, Jennifer Lopez is having a concert <laughs> in Brooklyn. I would love to go to that. Number number two, uh, I'd be looking forward for that. But I, I, the biggest thing for me this week had to be Stephen Curry, man. Last night, game against the Dallas Mavericks, I, I saw 
to me, and I've been seeing basketball for a long time, probably one of the purest, best shooters ever to play the game when it's all said and done. Steph Curry hit 51 points last night against the Dallas Mavericks, man. And listen, I I watched that game, and I, I was just in awe of this guy's skills, man. They say he, before the game, he practices with a tennis ball, driven it through his leg in one hand and the basketball in the other, man. And he showed what that practice has done, the skills he has, man, and the way he played last night. I, I just blew me away. Yeah, I went to that. I saw him uh, warm up when they were in Dallas before playing the Maverick game. And and I, I kid you not, anyone listening, I know you saw it too, Royce. He runs drills where he'll take one or two steps on the other side of the half court line and pulls up and hits a jumper. I mean, he runs right. those kind. Of, he runs those kind of drills like from all over the half court. I mean, he has range from half court in. I mean, anything once you cross the half court line is it's fair game right. for him. So when you see him take those pull up jumpers seven feet uh, from the three point line, trust me, that is his range. Right. You're absolutely right. And uh, like I said, I've seen a lot of shooters, and this guy, to me, is the best I've ever seen. He is, he's, he's a phenomenal, man. He's something else. I think he has a better shot than Michael Jordan and, and Kobe. And those two were great players, man. But this guy is something something to see, man. And I tell you what, it's really – I would love to see him get MVP because, you know, last year it was Kevin Durant, you know, Steph Curry is a leading candidate, James Harden too. And, you know, every year to see a player, you know, get MVP, a different player every year, man, it's always good for the league. And it's good for me. I like seeing that. Yeah, I think he's definitely he's definitely the, a big-time candidate for sure. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening tuning in. Make sure you check us out at rfsportsradio.com. Thanks to uh, Rally House for being our sponsor for this week. Make sure you click on their button so you can get free shipping for listening to the show. We'll see you guys tomorrow night at 10 p.m. where we'll get into some stuff about the weekend. And, and Royce, I'm like you. I'm looking forward to Jennifer Lopez, too. I can't lie about that. <laughs> yeah, right, we'll see you. Uh, she's going to be in our <laughs> old neighborhood, and it should be a great concert. Man, we have to make that. Got to make that one. All right, till next time, guys, we'll see you uh, tomorrow night. Stay tuned to rfsportsradio.com. Calling All Sports Fans is only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do, that's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.